With great toys comes great podcastability. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 276, for the week of Wednesday, the 7th of June, 2017. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Ben. And Eddie. This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toys of the Week are a trio of Marvel Legends 2-packs, Spider-Man and Mary Jane, Cyclops and Dark Phoenix, and Ultimate Spider-Man and Vulture. How are we? Hello. I'm wonderful. <laughs> Fair enough. Because <laughs> your mommy told you you were, or mm, yeah, special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minded you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you guys been up to lately? I haven't been here or anywhere <laughs> really. Mister Eddie, what's new? I'm just been exhausted. I I got too many lives going at the moment between <laughs> working and podcasting and directing no, and superhero life the secret there's just too many things going yeah. too many things far going. out but it's good it's just like a that's not even a first world problem no i'm, I'm putting that at maybe 0.75 yeah but it's good they're all <laughs> situations i got myself involved in which is <laughs> which is good Oh, that's good. Yeah, lots of dogs recently for some reason, which is nice. Dogs? Yeah, lots of dogs in my world. Just house-sitting people with dogs or people bringing their dogs around. I like dogs, but um, I don't get to have one where I am, so I I like, yeah. Yeah, Why can't you have them where you are? Uh, Because I'm by myself, but I'm rarely ever at home. I get up super early in the morning and often don't get home until late. It would just be cruel. Okay. It's not a renting thing or that or... I was going to say, I thought that's that, a sensible yeah. decision. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's, uh, I have a couple of neighbors that I wish would make that decision. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Responsible dog ownership 101. Hmm? What about you, Mr. Ben? Have you been responsibly owning your dog? <coughs> I have, actually. She's pretty good. She's good value. She doesn't, uh, well, no. <laughs> mm. For those of you who have been, uh, Listening to the podcast uh, for uh, uh, any kind of duration, I guess you'll probably remember Meat Grinder, my my old dog, uh, who has uh, passed away. But um, it's taken two years. But we have another dog. But she um, she will go for anything: um, uh, cat, bird, lizard, you name it. She is a, an absolute hunter. And uh, we've been in our house for ten years now. And I think in a matter of about three months. Uh, she has completely eroded my good standing in the avian community. <laughs> so, I, I was at a point where, you know, I, we could walk past magpies and, and meat grinder would just pay no attention to them whatsoever and everyone would just happily go on about their business and then spring would come around, swooping season. And, you know, because I was respected, they would leave me alone, but uh, I think that's all gone now. So come spring, I should have some entertaining stories. 
Oh, so, yes. But anyway, other than that, not a whole lot. Business as usual, trying to find latest Star Wars 40th anniversary figures, which seems to be a scalper's dream. Oh. Um, hmm. What about you, Mr. Eddie? You're back, you're home, you're settled. You are in, uh, you're in your home state. I think you mean Scotty. Uh, Mr. Scotty? <laughs> Mr. Scotty. Ask to see if you're paying attention. Yeah. We just talked well, to Eddie. Yeah. Where did I go? Yeah. I, well, what about you, Mr. Scotty? Are you home? <laughs> I, I am, in fact. I've been to uh, the US of A. Um, sadly, my mum passed away. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, so it was one of those kind of sad, happy, all the mixed emotions um, mm. things. My dad is doing really well. I'm so proud of him. We left him with all these little projects that he needs to get done and uh, also very amusingly taught him how to use Google Hangouts. What? Sorry. <laughs> taught him how to answer a Google Hangouts call on his phone because he really liked video conferencing with, you know, the kids and, and stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, you can keep doing that. Um, so it, it's just super cute. Um, he's one of those... First trip to Starbucks? <laughs> just Starbucks, yeah, it was very, uh, yeah, it was very cute. So I'm super <laughs> proud of him. He, it was it was a very quick thing, and which is mm. merciful. Mm. Um, but you know, it's a, uh, it, and I'm sure it's going to kind of uh, come out in waves. But I'm super proud of him. Yeah. And on a positive note, um, while I was there, I got to do a little bit of toy hunting, and most importantly, I got to meet our good friend John. Hooray! Um, Yes, who doesn't live terribly far away from my parents. And so um, he very kindly made the drive to come and uh, have lunch. And uh, it was, um, you know, one of those kind of funny experiences when you meet someone in person that you've actually known for quite a while where it's kind of strange for a moment. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, we're mm-hmm. together. <laughs> so, um, And uh, if you want to know where John fits in the podcast high order when i walked into where we met the first thing he said was oh you're tall (laughs) (laughs) so i basically could have put him in my pocket and brought him Um, (laughs) he he does compare himself to a hobbit so (laughs) i know i know (laughs) i was like yeah if you think i'm tall you should meet Ben. Um, (laughs) but i'm not i'm not that tall though so (laughs) <laughs> Poor <Yeah>. John. Scared <laughs> of you. Yeah, it's uh, um, it's the it's the width, not the height. I have a lot of molecules. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, so that was a real kind of you know silver lining. Um, you know, the first week was the family was there and it was services and things, and so I was totally focused on that. And then second week. Um, it was like, okay, breathe, do some things, be here, try to um, pretend that you're not in America because um, it's so weird now. And <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I went to Walmart. That was like really discombobulating. Uh, I was in another universe. There's like whole aisles dedicated to things pretending to be food that are definitely not food. Mm, and mm. Um, yeah, wow. Uh, and really interestingly, uh, while the like, you know, we are getting so spoiled here in Australia because, you know, we are not uh, that far behind on a lot of toy releases, yeah. um, unless you order from companies that take forever to fulfill them. Um, the the 
so there wasn't a whole heck of a lot uh, that you know. There are a couple of things that I bought that I you know could have pre-ordered or had here. Um, I did have success uh, doing hunting in Walgreens for the Sue Storm. Um, it was super cute when I went in uh, to this this Walgreens and there were two there, and so I thought, right, I'll grab both of them in case somebody you know else needs one. And then this really cute little African-American lady called Dorothy at the till said, so that's the last two, isn't it? And I said, yeah. And she said, yeah, I know we only get four. And some guy just came and got the other two. (laughs) Um, And then I explained to her, you know, I said, well, look, I live in Australia and we don't have Walgreens and blah, blah. And she was like, well, what you need to do is you need to write to them and tell them that you want Walgreens in Australia. And then I'll come and work for you. <laughs> I was like, well, you can be the CEO as far as I'm concerned, yeah. Dorothy. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. It was super, super cute. Super <laughs> cute. Um, but with exchange rate and stuff, I have to say, uh, not that much cheaper. Mm. You know, like I, I saw some things and I was like, ooh, and then I got up my little phone and then I was a bit like, eh, not really saving a lot of, I was yeah. saving a lot of shipping. Mm. Yeah. Um, but not on the figure itself. Yes, tough times. It seems weird. Like there was that time you'd go to the US and it would just be like a treasure trove of things that you would just never see at retail in Australia. And before the internet was really big for ordering, it was just like this magical place, a toy aisle, and even a Walgreens or spots like that. It's it well, is. I was um, I was at San Diego Comic Con in 2011 when the Australian dollar peaked at a dollar ten. So the, the highest it's ever been mm. is when I was there. So, yeah, I'm still paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It's hilarious. I mean, it's it's a a bit of a crapshoot always, isn't it? So, mm. But I just thought it was interesting because being here and you kind of have that pers- – I had that perspective of like, oh, I'm going to walk into, you know, a Walmart or whatever, and it's just going to be wall-to-wall stuff that I hadn't, you know, seen. Mm. And I did get my X-Men Warlock wave – um, there, and that worked out um, quite well. Um, you know, exchange rate shipping wise, etc. I had one that was on pre order from Big Bad, but it hadn't been filled yet, so I just cancelled it and um, brought that home. So that was good. And when you guys get yours in like eighteen months, then we'll review them. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of uh, getting things, though, we actually got something ahead of the US. So, shall we jump into the main topic and talk about that? Right. I think we should. Yeah. yeah, we'll take a break and we'll come back and we're going to talk Marvel Legends 2 packs. So for our discussion topic tonight, we are going to be talking about three recently released Marvel Legends 2-packs, um, and we are going to talk first about uh, the one that I know that at least one of our co-hosts would certainly be the most excited about, and that is the Spider-Man and Mary Jane 2-pack. Great! Now, Ben, I know you don't care about this at all, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was in the U.S., this is one that people were starting to find, and I did actually you know, go to a bunch of Toys R Uses in my dad's area, and they didn't have it. Um, so I, But I very fortunately um, happened on one uh, 
in the wild here in Australia. Oh, cool. Yeah. How did you get yours, Ben? Did you? Uh, I, I have an inside man at my local Toys R Us. Uh-huh. Uh, who is uh, uh, on one of the Facebook pages that I am a member of. And uh, we, we got to chatting one day because he mentioned that he lived in the same city and um, he's actually in the shopping mall across from where I work. So because uh, he does the night field at Toys R Us, he unboxes the uh, the stock and then says, oh, is this something you're interested in? And sends me pictures. And I go, yes, yeah. please. <laughs> <laughs> no, put so, that icky thing back. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I was. Uh, yes, I was. I was giggling like a a fat kid on free cupcake day when I saw that MJ picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had been into uh, the Toys R Us um, near where I work, which is where I got one of the other ones we're going to be talking about. And I'd asked them there, and they were like, "No, we don't have it yet." And then, and because I think Queensland. Toys R Us seemed to get this a little bit before us, um, but then I heard rumors it was out in Melbourne, so I just went to my local one, and um, they didn't have it on the shelf, and I nearly left because there was no one helpful around. And then <laughs> just kind of as I was leaving, there was a trolley of stuff that obviously hadn't been put out on the shelf yet and mm. a handful of these, so I was able to um, pick through and choose one uh, which was turned out to be a good thing because I wouldn't have been happy with the other ones. So, yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Eddie? Did, you had to go online for yours, didn't you? Or? Yeah. Well, as I mentioned, I have a uh, very well. I had a very insane uh, week ahead of me, and I heard uh, that these guys would be hitting, and they actually popped up on the ToysRUs.com.au website for purchase, which is actually not too uh, common and one thing that's really annoying that they do here with Marvel Legends is if they do have it on the site it's just assorted figures, you don't get to choose yeah, yeah. which figure you're buying yeah. which is crazy to me um, but uh, because this was a two pack it was just an individual one so I ordered it off that and then immediately started to panic because I'd um, posted it on Facebook and I had a whole bunch of people saying like Oh, I've had this pain issue, I've had this. Mm-hmm. There was one fellow who had uh, a Spider-Man without a peg in the leg, so it was just completely loose there <laughs> in the pack. So the opposite was... of a peg leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was, uh, Eggless leg. I, I was very um, worried. <laughs> and and <laughs> uh, I, I think you pegged it pretty well there, all the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, dear. So I, I was... <laughs> Worried, and also just everyone was posting pictures of theirs that they'd uh, found at Toys R Us, and the tracking info, although it apparently shipped almost right away, was still stuck in Sydney for three days. And at some point, when it was stuck in Sydney, I arrived home, and it was uh, sitting there on my porch. Uh, so, Hooray! Uh, and didn't come through apparently till a day after I'd already got it, but. Uh, that's the <laughs> online tracking. But I'm happy to report I've got n- almost next to no paint or stuck joint issues or anything like that. I don't think I could have had uh, any better luck if I had been able to get to my local Toys R Us to buy it this week. So uh, touch wood, I got lucky on that one. Win. Well, let's talk about what comes in this pack. Ben, why don't you break it down for us? 
Certainly. Uh, I'm actually going to kick this one off by uh, saying, what was the last two-pack we got in Marvel Legends before these three successive packs? Two-pack? Two-pack. Would it have been back in the old Dark Hasbro days of, like, Winter Soldier and... Yeah, you know, I honestly... I I haven't actually gone online to look it up because I I wanted to see if I could pick it, but I, I have to agree. I wonder whether it's been so long since we've had Marvel Legends two packs on the shelf that it was back in the Valkyrie Dum Dum Dugan oh path days. That was a long time ago. So uh, I think this is amazing. I'm, I'm really impressed that, that we've had these and they've actually been so well received. My Toys R Us have um, sold out of nearly all of them. So it's uh, very impressive indeed. Mm. So anyway, after that little backstory... We are looking at Spider-Man and Mary Jane. Now, uh, I'm going to try not to sort of gush too much because um, Mary Mm -hmm. Jane is a a favourite of mine. Uh, I grew up reading uh, Spider-Man, so uh, Mary Jane was a a big part of my younger years. Uh, I'm not going to go into my uh, hatred for Joe Quesada for removing the marriage. We're just going to move right along. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just pausing there, gritting my teeth. Um, <laughs> so, for, those, uh, for those that do remember, Peter and Mary Jane were married for some time, so it's really quite interesting. Uh, on the box, she's billed as Mary Jane Watson, so certainly no Mary Jane Watson Parker. Uh, obviously, that relationship has been removed, but uh, the good folks at Hasbro were obviously keen to get us a Mary Jane, which I think is uh, a real credit to them because, you know, let's face facts, this is a girl action figure. Uh, This isn't a superhero. This isn't, you know, anyone big and spectacular who's had their own sort of, you know, long-running series. This is a girl action figure. So we have Mary Jane, uh, who is a a long-standing character in Marvel Comics. She uh, has been around for uh, just over 50 years now in in the Spider-Man comics and assorted. Um, And she comes with a, surprise, surprise, Spider-Man figure. Now, (laughs) thank goodness. I know, I know, right? I mean, filling a hole in many a collection. Now I can choose between the two Spider-Man figures I have. (laughs) Um, A day. <laughs> this uh, this is interesting, actually, because um, what's the what's this suit referred to as? Eddie, this is the current storyline. The uh, Parker Industries suit. Parker Industries. Thank you very much. So, uh, for those of us hanging in there and still reading Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Peter's gone on to a bit of good luck for a change in his life, even though things have gone a little bit pear-shaped. But let's not get into that. Uh, and he now is the CEO of Parker Industries, a tech company that is making stuff to do stuff. And, uh, um, you know, he's going okay. And as a part of the new storyline, he got an overhaul with the spider duds. So he's got this new costume. uh, And, yeah, this is an interesting one. Um, It almost feels to me, Eddie, like instead of just being like a lycra suit, that it's got a bit more thickness to it. It almost feels like it's got a bit of, you know, know, armoury and padding sort of... Yeah, he he's basically they've they basically made him Iron Man. He's a billionaire with a suit that has a glowing chest piece and glowing eyes. Which mm. yeah. Uh, All right, so 
let's uh, let's talk about we've got a Spider-Man and a Mary Jane, and we have some accessories. And I'm going to leave the best one till last, and then uh, let you guys uh, give us the the rundown. So Mary Jane comes with a handbag that is really not that uh, unfamiliar. Mm. Anyone? Anyone getting a lot uh, of reuse out of this? Green Goblin Hobgoblin bag. Yeah. yeah. Pumpkin. So, so what do you think? Uh, is, is, I, I is quite- Mary. I like it. I, th- I think it was a clever reuse. It might not have been something that we had have gotten if it didn't already exist. So um, I, I do think it's a clever uh, way of giving her something. So is Mary Jane just not up on her fashion or are <laughs> the goblins just, you know, um, showing their feminine side by oh, uh, she's wielding this handbag? I guess what's really good is um, if if you wanted to actually paint up Mary Jane in a few different outfits, she's got three different handbags to choose from yeah. if you were to, to borrow them. Mm. So anyway, we get a, a little handbag, um, pretty sort of unexciting, all moulded in one colour um, with a couple of little gold highlights. Uh, Peter comes with a whole bunch of hands. Now, uh, we're getting some pretty good reuse out of these hands. When they, the Spider-Man seems to be um, getting armed up with... Uh, quite a few between the various spider figures that we've got. Uh, what have we got? We've got wall-crawling hands, so the two wall-crawling hands, the two web-slinging hands, the web-shooting hands, I guess, uh, and two fists, so six hands in all. Mm. And uh, what do you think? I, I love these wall-crawling hands. I think they look fantastic. It just makes posing so much better because you can just mix and match and uh, add so many things. And because he is such a fairly articulated figure even like getting him crouching onto a point with those wall crawling hands as if he's just mm. sort of stretching his fingers over the edge of a corner or pieces like yeah. that it's just it just mm. makes the figure so much um better and yeah. so much fun to just pick up and play with in your hand than a normal one yeah well let's talk about this buck a little bit and obviously you know popping out the hands is fantastic and this has got the, um, did you call them butterfly joints? Yep. It is the, yeah, the that, name for the shoulder the shoulders of the butterfly joints, yeah, as they sort of yeah, swing yeah. back and forth. It's actually pretty cool. It really does allow you to pull those arms across the chest. So it really does mm. open up posing options um, with all of it. I mean, he's got everything else you'd expect, the double-jointed elbows and knees and all that. But he has my one big pet peeve, and that's the duck feet. <laughs> yeah, not, they're pretty horrible. I'm not a fan. I, I just, no. they're really... They're, they're large, they're kind of ugly. Um, I would I would love for this figure to have articulated toes just to sort of give it the, that little bit more flexibility. The only thing about the duck feet is that I think it does um, add to the stability of the figure and because you know, it's just a little bit more of a base um, for it. But they're not pretty. I, I agree totally. Yeah. I mean, we get but the I hate toes. articulated toes. Like, I, I don't. Really? Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I like the fact that we do have the artic- uh, the ankle rockers, so the Vonner joints, which mm-hmm. give us um, a bit more flexibility there. But, yeah, I'm not a, a huge fan. Um, all right, well, let's talk about the heads. Heads. We get two heads. Are we excited? I am. And I, <laughs> I have a feeling where you're going to go on at least one of these. But uh, I, I do... I quite like them. So we have the uh, Peter Parker head uh, is probably the main highlight head of this pack because it's Mm -hmm. something new but something we've kind of needed for a while and can work on so many different 
uh, bucks. So you could take this head and put it on the Symbiote buck or the Ben Riley buck or the McFarlane Raft buck or the Pizza Spidey buck. And because they all use that Pizza Spidey buck, it just fits on all of them, which is nice. Mm. Isn't it amazing that it's taken us this long to get a Peter Parker head? Mm. And can I say, I want to point this out, people. I called this. Eddie was right on this one. When we saw the uh, Captain Universe that had the bearded Parker head, uh, I remember thinking, oh, that's a bit odd that a bearded Parker was coming out. We knew we were getting another Spider-Man with the Mary Jane, but we hadn't seen any boxed images or accessories or that. And I said, mm. I bet, yeah, they're going to do a Peter Parker head with that set and get it. <laughs> and I was right. So well might done. not always be right, but... Every now and then I get one. <laughs> I think it was worth the wait because I think this head sculpt is fantastic. It is. Um, yeah. The uh, When I was referring before to I was glad that I got to choose um, the pack I got just based on a paint, all the Mary Janes that I saw were fine. It was actually the Peters that a couple of them had googly eyes. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, like I thought because I'd heard bad stuff about some of the Mary Jane paint, um, mm. but but they all the ones there was I think four I got to choose from. They were all uh, the fat head sculpts were all fine, but it was yeah. actually the Peter. I chose my pack because of the Peter because mm. it, you know it was I liked he, he it wasn't cross-eyed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, I think this head is fantastic. I, I just I can't believe it's taken this long for us to to get one. Um, I I think what sells it for me is you don't notice it at first, but the left corner of his mouth is actually slightly higher than the the right hand side. So he's got this bit of a you know that sort of wry smile, uh, which they've sort of represented on the box art as well, which I thought was actually a really nice touch. It's not a, a generic head. There is actually some expression there, which is pretty cool. Yeah, you actually stole that point that I was like, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I think I've got a point here that no one else will bring up. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you stole my one here. I actually think that's Sorry, genius the way uh, they've sculpted the mouth because yeah, if you actually look, it's so subtle that on one profile he might look serious and then mm-hmm. just sort of angling yeah, head slightly different. He has this that's sort of true. nice smile and it's not even just a smile. His eyebrow is slightly lifted on that yeah. side too so you can get a bit of a smirk or that so it's really you know you can pose him and get multiple uh expressions out of the same head sculpt and the other thing is it's just uh you know guy in his late 20s early 30s white man brown hair face but you look at it and it's peter parker like it's <laughs> It's so hard to explain, but it's you look at it and that's Peter Parker, even though it's such a generic head. It's it's him. Yeah, yeah. I think if I was uh, displaying these, you know, because I I I display statues, not figures, and store my figures, but I'd be looking for a more classic Spidey buck to swap this onto to 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 display with Mary Jane because she's so classic. Mm. Um, Mm. Well. if you remember with when we were doing the San Diego uh, raft box set, I had some paint issues on my raft Spider-Man head. Uh, okay. So, yes, yeah. yeah, he had that sort of the webbing was a bit off-center and it just 
kind of it's that thing when you know in in your house if you have wallpaper and there's that little spot above the door where it doesn't quite meet up and match like the rest and no one else will see it, but you'll just glare at it for all eternity. Um, that Spider-Man head uh, was that for me. So I've got my Peter Hegg on that McFarlane Raft Spider-Man buck. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, and that's the great thing, I think, about the proliferation of Spider-Man is that you can swap this stuff around, uh, you know, both the hands and the heads, etc., to kind of get different combinations, which is mm-hmm. cool. I, I mean, I personally could have done with maybe one or two less hands just to give some of the other characters in these sets some extra hands, which would have been much needed. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that's great. I think what I would have liked is, and, and we're going to talk about the second head in a, a second, is uh, I would have happily given up um, any number of these hands. In fact, um, you know, I'd swap them out from other figures that I already have, but it would have been great having a hand holding the mask. Mm. So just oh. you know, in the hand, you know, like when Nova takes off his helmet, it turns into just like a cloth mm-hmm. yep. sort of thing. Actually had that mask hanging out of the, the fist so that, you know, you do actually, because at the moment when you've got the Peter Parker head on, it's like, well, where's his mask? So, but anyway, speaking of mask heads. Hmm. We've got the uh, Parker <laughs> Industries. Got, uh, can I, I got to say this. I am... Not a big fan of the current story arc of Parker Industries. Uh, I just think it really doesn't suit the character uh, at all. I, I've had real trouble with it uh, as it's been uh, going on. It just, to me, doesn't feel like Spider-Man uh, reading it oh. and having this weird... Because the spider design's different as well. It sort of looks like it's a daddy long legs. Uh, being electrocuted, <laughs> but it's it, um, so I I have a personal um, sort of icky feeling when I see this costume and uh, seeing it being used in the comics. It just sort of makes me go like, oh yeah, it's still that story <laughs> going on. That said, I um, am pretty much all in with Marvel Legends, and if I am going to get another Spider Man, I do prefer it to be a variant to one that I already have and it is part of the Spider-Man history so as much as mm-hmm. the storyline I don't like it I am happy to get a different version of the costume so I am happy mm-hmm. that it isn't just a pizza Spider-Man again and the new thing just being the Parker head that they have actually mm-hmm. gone with a different version uh, of yeah. the costume itself and th- there are That's people who point. are fans Thank of you. it as well out yeah. there yeah. so for those i'm happy for you <laughs> no look i i it's not my favorite storyline ever but um i'm enjoying it for something different and i think there will come a time where things will go back to uh, a bit more you know a bit more of a normal vibe mm. um but you know look i when you've been reading amazing spider-man for as long as i have there's only so many times he can fight the green goblin um, mm. and, and, and do that sort of, you know, go round and round. So I think this is a little bit different. But um, speaking of this costume, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not that big a fan of it, but I really like how this head has the sculpted eyes. Well, that's this is the uh, pizza spotty head, just with it. Yeah. But it is a nice uh, little touch uh, to it help. It is the, glowing, the glowing eyes that kind of, you know, has the same kind of paint as the glow on the chest. Mm. I actually think um, compliments are quite mm. nicely. Yeah. So, well, you know, I think it's represented quite well. It doesn't feel too techy. 
It's a thousand times better than the uh, big-time Spider-Man glow effect, if you remember that one from mm, uh, mm. the early days of the new Marvel Legends. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, well, that's Peter done. Shall we move on? Oh, I have to just one complaint, and Uh-oh. this is you know, ongoing. Why do all these figures have to have a hole in the back? Oh. It just, it's so irritating. Like, I understand, you know, bucks, etc., but... It doesn't seem like it would be hard to have a not hole in the back version <laughs> of that book for the majority of figures that don't need a hole in the back. Yeah, you'd have to think just how many times that that hole has actually been used for something. Like anyone? Anyone? Hmm. <laughs> few and, few well, and far between. This, particularly with this buck, because often the characters that have capes, etc., which is what it's for are on a, on a larger buck anyway. Um, mm, mm. So if you actually looked at this particular buck and thought, you know, where does, where, how many of those characters have a cape or some kind of neck piece or something, I don't know, but I'd say that there's more where... I actually can't even think but, of one that uses this buck that does use the actual peg hole. Hasbro! Yeah. Too many characters that use this buck outside of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I wonder where all <laughs> everyone was just looking from. at their shelves. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I wonder where the hole originated from because obviously it was needed somewhere. Mm. I, I hope. I mean, like yeah. that. You know, uh, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I've worked it out. I know where the hole, the origin of the hole that I've done uh-huh. my detective work. It's uh, because Pizza Spider Man uh, was released in the exact same wave as Spider Man two thousand ninety nine, and he has the web cape. So they would they've used uh-huh. that shared buck in that same mm-hmm. uh, run through. That's why we have a hole. And now you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mister Ed. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Oh, moving on, Mary Jane. So <laughs> uh, I I got to say too, I um I do uh, some work over at Spider Man Crawl Space, which is the uh, biggest. Spider-Man fan site and uh, we do have like a uh, little back um, Facebook page that all the people that work on the site sort of speak back and forth on and there's a couple of guys but the vast majority of them don't collect Marvel Legends but I think everyone uh, there and even on the message boards and in other sort of Spider-Man communities has been following uh, this Mary Jane figure. It seems like she is the most popular Marvel legend uh, being released this year, particularly from people who don't normally collect figures. So uh, I am just very excited to have her in general. And uh, also just getting a support figure, uh, you know, a character you mentioned before, Ben, that's not a superhero, just a character that's in there in the comic. She's a supporting character. She's important. She's been in so many more issues of comics than, say, Speed, Demon, or, you know... <laughs> well, um, I, I was thinking um, of the Ashley Ashley Barton Spider-Woman, who's, who's had, like, I think, what, 13 appearances ever? Yeah, or <laughs> um, Spider-Bitch, who's had, like, three, I think, in the mm. <laughs> actual overall run. But, um, yeah, like, it's so happy to uh, have a figure... Uh, of her, because she has gotten some love in six-inch form in the movie lines, but uh, this is her first sort of proper comic Marvel legend. Uh, Yeah. Um, Can she 
come out in Marvel Universe. She oh, did. She had a three and she quarter. had yeah. uh, the Spider Man yeah. shirt and she came with Miss Lion. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. I believe that was a mm. fan voted figure, too. That was one that. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. Actual fans chose. Mm. So we, what we get is Mary Jane featuring uh, a new buck that I'm sure they are going to flog to death. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, this buck was probably created uh, to support the upcoming um, Jessica Jones figure from the Netflix series. So they've already managed to find a, a reuse for it, which is nice. Um, but she sculpted wearing a pair of jeans and, uh, well, I think you could probably get away with that upper torso used in any number of ways. She looks like she's just got a black mm. sort of mm. sleeveless top on, but um, with just a, a little bit of uh, drapery sculpted into the uh, around her sort of midriff, um, I think they'll be able to reuse this again and again. Well, um, it looks. Is, I think this is the one from the green, Jean Grey. Just comparing the two, because I actually have the green. So it's probably used on other female bucks even before the green mm, Jean. The Grey. torso. Uh, the upper, to- the booby area. <laughs> <laughs> you made him say it, didn't you? Yeah. You made oh, him say it. I, I am currently <laughs> comparing plastic boobies to one another. <laughs> This is this right, is my right. Saturday night okay. pip. Yeah. yeah. It is available by the way, ladies. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure my All girlfriend right. would like hearing that on the podcast. Thank you, Scotty. So she has uh yeah, so she has the, the sculpted pants, which are um well I guess she could probably get uh, any kind of pants out of them, but uh, in this particular case they have painted them blue to look like denim jeans. She's got the black sleeveless top on, just wearing flat shoes and uh, a brand new head sculpt, which is pretty cool. And uh, you know, is anyone else seeing the Emma Stone thing here? Yeah. It's it's mm. sort of it's it's like uh Jay Scott Campbell drew Emma Stone and that's what they're mm. Uh, base the figure on. Yeah, maybe he did the control art. Well, Scotty should be happy because she has no belly button. Uh, But Mm. I I see what you're saying in terms of that um, torso piece because the way they've done that drapery, you could actually do like a bare midriff. You know, if she had like a top on, you know, I think it's actually quite clever what they've done there. Mm. She's almost got a belly button. Actually, maybe the belly button is where the button of the jeans is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's worrying all right so uh the good thing about hasbro is this new thing they're doing where they do a a head sculpt and a hair sculpt so they can actually mix and match those faces and the hair so um, between this and uh, the lady we're going to be talking about uh next we're getting um, some pretty cool stuff here. I mean, you know, let's face facts. Back in the Toy Biz era, uh, there were some pretty horrendous female figures getting around. and oh, uh, Certainly for those of us who... Those of us who customise, it was pretty tough going. In fact, uh, when I was customising you know, well, semi-regularly, uh, I actually didn't uh, attend, uh, attempt any female figures because there just wasn't enough to work with to make them look mm. good. Uh, and in, in the end, my first female custom was um, Sharon Carter, who was mostly made from a Buffy figure. So, mm. um, yeah, but now I think we're really getting spoiled with some of these gorgeous uh, head sculpts. Um Look, I'm, I am a, a huge fan of Mary Jane, as I said. You know, I remember picking up the wedding uh, issue off the shelf, both uh, both covers. 
And uh, I've, you know, I've really enjoyed being a uh, part of, you know, their life, I guess. And, and so that's why I was so disappointed when, you know, they came up with a storyline to separate them. Um, but the, for me personally, as a fan, I, uh, this figure's not perfect. Um, I don't think they've quite captured uh, the hair. The, the way Mary Jane's always been portrayed, she's always had the fringe or, or bangs, I think American folks like to call them. Um, and I think that's kind of missing here. It doesn't have that sort of genre meter feel. But, hey, that's just me. What do you guys think? Mm. I like it. I, I This, to me, is reminiscent of a lot of the modern uh, looks we've sort of gotten towards Mary Jane, particularly in the uh, J. Michael Straczynski era of it, which was sort of their last era being married uh, together and when Campbell was doing uh, the covers for it. Uh, but mm. I do mm. definitely see what you're saying um, as well, Ben, where it's sort of the big iconic look is that uh, Ramita Senior and the face at Tiger, you've mm. hit the jackpot look. And I am kind of surprised that that wasn't the hair sculpt that they went with. I would have, if I was a betting yeah. man, would have picked that image. But um, I almost feel like yeah. they have gone with a more Emma Stone inspiration than a comic inspiration. I think that obviously capturing the redhead and then just sticking her in a two-pack with Peter... Um, you know, is is the win. It's pretty obvious who it is just looking at her. But, yeah, I, I really uh, i am extremely tempted to, to pick up a second uh, of these two packs and, and give this one a go with a, a more traditional head sculpt. And, um, I mean, Mary Jane's actually appearing in um, things like Iron Man at the moment. So um, the, the Riri, uh, is it Riri Jones? Uh, Williams. Williams, sorry, yeah, Riri Williams, uh, Invincible Iron Man, because she's working for um, Stark's company. Uh, so, you know, she still has the traditional uh, hair in, uh, in in those titles, so in those issues. Hmm. So I, I don't know. So it's 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 close. Um, it's close, but not perfect. I think the freckles were sort of just a nice touch. I know a lot of people were online were moaning about the freckles, but look, she's a redhead and... I just think it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a cute touch just to make it a little bit different from everything else. Now, can I offer you an alternative? And I think you, mm-hmm. you might have the ability possibly right there in front of you. Do you have your Jean Grey with straight hair from the two-pack? Mm-hmm. Have you tried mm-hmm. putting that on the Mary Jane buck? I haven't actually swapped them, but um, I do I do have it. Because so. I did it last night, and it actually looks really good because they both have green eyes. Yeah. It's, um, it does make it look sort of more like a much more mature Mary Jane. Yeah, well, certainly when you compare those two heads, I think Jean Grey comes out better looking um, the way, I guess, going through the manufacturing process and the painting process with action figures, I, I think, you know, she is more striking to look at, which is a bit of a shame because, you know, you need to keep in mind that Mary Jane um, was a supermodel. So, you know, she should actually be quite stunning. And I think this one is, um, you know, she's certainly, you know, she's been uh, portrayed to be quite attractive, but I, I just think there's mm-hmm. that, that sort of lack of zing. Um, yeah. yeah. I had the same thought, Eddie. I think that that, um, th- that gene ha- with the straight hair actually works quite well. Um, and I reckon that you could, well, someone with some customizing skills could actually... Uh, turn that into a more Ramita-esque head sculpt. Um, it's nearly there, like in terms of the hair, it just needs some fringe, really. Mm, absolutely, yeah. 
Yeah. And can I also just say, as uh, Ben's saying, that the Jean Grey head sculpt's more attractive. Emma Stone, if you're listening to this, you are very attractive. Don't listen to Ben. <laughs> yeah, well, what do yeah. I know? What do I know? Yeah. So. Yeah, she just um, tweeted me and said she's really offended. So, sorry, Emma. Yeah. So, um, Mary Jane is featured with a left uh, hand clenched up as in a fist. And her right hand is the uh, now really starting to annoy me quite a lot um, spell gesturing hand. Oh, uh, I know. <sighs> and it just seems to be showing up on every female figure now. Um, so go and have a look at your Scarlet yep. Witch, your Enchantress, your, well, pretty much every mm-hmm. female figure. Um, and uh, I'm starting to get a bit tired of this one. Yeah. Well, that, that's my one complaint with this figure is that I think the hands are really poorly chosen. Um, you know, that, that spell casting hand makes absolutely no sense for Mary Jane um, at all. So just a, a relaxed hand or, you know, and, and even the fist, honestly, is a bit... Yeah. It just yeah. It's, it's really awkward trying to pose it in a way that um, works because it's not her. Yeah. Look, I tried to get the... I, I took a couple of photos of Mary Jane just mucking around and... Um, I tried to get that right hand, the spell casting hand, to sort of wrap around the strap of the handbag. But uh, a normal sort of relaxed hand, not a not a pistol grip hand, but sort of you know that that sort of open hand that's relaxed, would have been so much more appropriate here. But yeah, as you said, it's it's an odd choice. See, and this is also where I think that the. Um Spidey mask could have really been nicely used because you could have had her holding it. Mm. Um, Almost like you know, the pizza yeah, with yeah. pizza Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm, mm. yeah. I, 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 it, it's funny because I, I look at this and think there were meetings about this, <laughs> you know, like surely, and yeah. that what, what? So obviously there was a thought behind it because they've got enough options to do it differently. So why they thought, give her that spellcasting hand, I don't know. I do not know. Yes, it's an awkward one. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, uh, I certainly know some of the smaller female figures have got different posed hands. I don't know whether they would have looked too small, but anyway. All right, well, um, yeah, my last thought on this one is that uh, I agree the QC has been horrendous. Um, I actually sort of was lucky enough to get in when there was still about eight on my shelf at my, at my local Toys R Us, and so I got to go through all of them and get the two best ones. Um, but there were some absolute shockers, uh, really, really bad ones. Um, one of them in particular had a lot of flashing coming off the side of her face where the edge of her jaw was. There was actually big pieces of plastic sticking out like some sort of mutant oh, gross. Oh, man. Um, but what made it even more hilarious is the painter had come along and just painted over it. So I hadn't sort of gone, oh, that looks a bit strange. I'll just grab a scalpel and remove that. No, no, I'll just paint over it. Um, so uh, I noticed this one also suffers a little bit too in the, the painting department. So, um, you know, we've got the end of those jeans stopping, uh, but the mm. the um, choice to paint over that blue with the flesh-coloured paint, um, yeah, is not working so well. And then, of course, you've got the black shoes, uh, which they then painted over with the flesh colour. I don't know why you wouldn't sort of um, cast those in a flesh colour and paint over them with black. But uh, the last comment from me on paint is uh, I think they've done a great job on the jeans. I think the the shading, which is really, mm. really subtle on there, has, has really brought out that denim look, uh, which which is great. Very nice. Yep. Very nice. Okay. 
I believe that is the end of our first two pack, and so we're going to go from the Spider Verse to the X Men Verse and talk about Cyclops and Dark Phoenix, which I'm pretty sure that we, for whatever reason, have ended up with here before it's come out elsewhere. Yeah. We seem to have been the uh-huh, first uh-huh. spot anywhere to <laughs> pick this and grab it, which is shocking. Really, I can't think yeah. of the last time it really happened. And, you know, I, I just have to say, I am absolutely thrilled because I was the one sitting back going, you know, we need a new Jean Grey figure. Uh, 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 <laughs> and, uh, no. Okay, so, no. so this is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for those of you who don't understand subtlety, <laughs> oh look, you know, I, I sat there with the the Jim Lee one, and then we got the green one, and I was like, eh, you know, okay, yep. So they're both an improvement on the the Toy Biz uh, one, which you know, for a long time was probably one of the benchmarks for Toy Biz because mm-hmm. God, they had some horrors. Uh, and so I, you know, I had the choice between the green one and the, uh, the, the Jim Lee one. And as a universe builder, I don't display more than one version of a character. And I just think the Jim Lee one just had a, a bit better sort of look and feel. Uh, so that's the one that's in my display. So when this one came along, I sort of, yeah, I can't say I was overly enthused. I think, uh, so, so this Tupac has got, a um, Cyclops with the pirate boots and, um, you know, all the 70s uh, lashings, and then the Dark Phoenix with not one, not two, but three head options, um, (laughs) two of which are Jean not being evil and then one uh, evil Jean, which is actually... Um, the same head sculpt with different paint and some translucency. We'll talk about that in more detail, though. But, um, you know, I, I think this is a cool... I, I'm just so excited that there's X-Men stuff out there. It's hard to kind of, you know, complain too much, even though, yep, it's Gene again, and it's a, uh, a... And I don't believe we've had this uh, this version of Cyclops done by Hasbro, have we? No, um, no we have not. Yeah, so it is a uh, improvement um, uh, on that figure, um, I think. Yeah, look, um, uh, I think it was a great choice to include Cyclops because I, I, I do think the Cyclops figures that we have uh, are all reasonably ordinary. Um, mm. But I think what what was actually poor timing on Hasbro's part is to actually bring this figure on just after we got the Jim Lee. Uh, Cyclops, mm. which of course is a, a huge favourite because he really yep. uh, stepped into his own with a, a, a kick-ass costume that, that everyone yep. you know I think universally adores. Um, so then getting this poor guy, and look, I'm a fan of the pirate boots. I think this is a, a great looking costume. I think Dave Crockerham did some great things. However, um, he looks really odd on my shelf because everyone else is kind of up their duds. Uh, and his Cyclops still getting along in his bright yellow pirate boots, um, which is really just sort of reminiscent of his original costume uh, in its entirety. So mm-hmm. um, he really does look awkward uh, and out of place with some of those more modern costumes, particularly when you've got the Jim Lee option at your disposal. So, But um, having said that, I think it makes great use of the buck. This is the um, – I keep calling it the Black Panther buck, but uh, – who was it's, the original? Um, was Bucky? Bucky Cap, was yeah. Buck, 
yeah, Bucky Cat was the original one. Um, and I actually think it works quite well. I think given how cheesy the pirate boots are, it actually looks quite good. Um, that head sculpt is actually pretty nifty and, um, you know, he's got a, a nice determined look. I don't know. <sighs> hmm. See, I, I, think, I actually think this head sculpt's probably one of the most underrated pieces of sculpting they've done mm. this year. It's just... Like it's great. The, yeah, the look on the face is brilliant. But even there's like a little thing, like if you actually hold his visor up to the line, the ruby quartz of the red on the inside is actually sort of ribbed where it would be um, the little windows that he shoots out of. Like little touches like that is just really cool. Mm. I think. And but having said that, what I would have loved is one less phoenix head and. Uh, maybe an alternate head for Cyclops where he has that kind of, um, you know, the open mouth but grinning teeth kind of, you know, given that you've got the option of displaying him using his power with that, that hand reaching up and just having a, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, a bit more expression. I mean, does he really shoot beams out of his eyes completely expressionless? Um, See, I, w- I would have liked another hand so he just isn't constantly doing... It's like he's hailing a taxi. Yeah, I, I keep end up well, po- posing him smelling his fingers for some... Oh, you've ruined it. If you look on my... I've uh, got some photos up on Facebook of these two uh, packs on our Facebook page. And the the, the Cyclops one, the the very first pose I had to do was him just giving the two fingers salute. Because because in Australia, like, you know, in in the US, you, you flip someone the bird, which we do here as well. But then... You know, there's also the up yours, which is the two finger mm-hmm. um, one, and that's just like perfect. Um, <laughs> so, and he, and he actually poses better with that than he does using his powers because it's hard to kind of get the get it to connect. So, yeah, I would have liked I would have liked a hand alternative. Well, I haven't got my Jim Lee uh, Cyclops yet. So, did did he come with this hand? The Ying. Oh my goodness! I haven't actually opened uh, mm. mine yet to be able to tell you. I can, but it is sitting here. So if I rummage, so while you're rummaging, I might mention that if um, if you're of the same vintage that I am, uh, and you've been reading X Men for as long as yep, he uh, does. I have, sorry, uh, yeah, he does. see that he does. that's very interesting because. This version of Cyclops, um, he actually had the the stud on the side of his visor that he actually had to press to open and close it to release his power. But um, much later on, he uh, moved to actually having something built into his gloves. So this hand is actually a bit redundant on the Jim Lee Cyclops because he was um, using the, the button in his gloves to open and close the visor. So, yeah, so the hand on this particular figure is quite accurate, which is, um, yeah... Mm. It was quite good. Look, I actually think, you know, this it's such a shame. This is such a great-looking figure. I think the buck works really, really well. Um, I think the, the shading is a little bit overdone for me. So we've um, got the figure cast in the, the dark blue plastic, and, you know, there's unfortunately a little bit of the let's paint over that with, with yellow paint sort of thing, um, you know, particularly on the, the ear pieces on the head sculpt. But, um, yeah, that sort of that, that highlighting, particularly on his thighs, for me, the thighs, the front of the that front sort of deltoid shoulder part, um, it's probably, I don't know, I mean, it's okay, but it's a, a little bit overdone. It's like they've run a wash and then tried to dry brush over the top of it. So there's quite a lot going on with that colour. I like uh, it as from opposed a distance, to the yellow. <laughs> but um, when you start really 
looking at it close up, uh, it starts to fall apart. It doesn't, yeah. From a distance on the shelf, I I actually do uh, like Mm. it. My biggest one with the paint is his gloves. Um, Not so much um, the blue at the back end painted over the yellow, I'm Mm. assuming. Um, But just the fact that his gloves are basically painted on when we have these nice, thick, detailed boots at the bottom. Uh, yeah. They just don't juxtapose well. Yeah, it's always been a bit of a shortcoming. So. It's, not, it's not actually a bad paint job considering, like, the yellow does cover up the blue, which mm. you know, is just not soaking through like it can sometimes. But, yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, I just would have liked some hand alternatives here because yeah. I think that, you know, the um, visor finger pose uh, hand is great if you want to do that, but then it's a very limiting um, thing when you don't. Yes. Let's just state that he actually doesn't come with anything, does he? I mean, he's uh, obviously Dark Phoenix is the focus. There's one question I want to ask about, um, and and it's really, really obvious on mine, but if you flip Cyclops around just above his elbow, so at the bottom of his triceps, and then also on uh, the back of his calves, just above the pirate boots, um, it looks like there are injection mould points. And so there's these really sort of badly cut um, uh, bits of mm. plastic where obviously the, that's where the injection mould goes in and so there would have been flashing attached to that which is excess plastic and then they've just come along and it looks like they've just clipped it and, and uh. just sort of clip, clipped off that additional plastic and then just sort of painted over it and it's a really um, it's really quite distracting and I can't say I'd actually noticed Man, it. Man, you're too ruining me. this figure for me. Stop talking. I know. I know. Okay, well. Let's let's move on. Oh, oh he's, got, oh, good. he's got a f- hole in his back as well. So, that's, thank you for me. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hadn't noticed until now. Okay, quick, someone talk about Phoenix. Uh, so I was actually surprised with the Phoenix how different she is from the green, uh, green uh, Jean Grey we got last year. So green. she actually has uh, different legs. Uh, she's got different feet. And she has a different upper body section uh, on her, as well as the different head sculpt uh, there too. But I was expecting it to be almost a straight reuse. Mm. Um, the feet are just horrible. They're, uh, uh, look, mine were really stiff. And then uh, just to be able to get her to stand up, I had to kind of you know, do a lot of bending. And the whole time I was thinking, they're going to snap off. Mm. Um, I don't know if yours are like that, but... Mine. Yeah, I actually haven't touched mine because uh, if you remember my green Jean Grey, uh, her foot broke uh, and I had to uh-huh. get myself a second one. So I haven't even really risked moving her feet uh, on just the little But field. can you stand her up? Uh, I can. She, she, They are at least in a pose that uh, she can stand okay. under her. See, I, I could literally not get mine to stand up on its own until I did some foot work, um, which I did actually manage to get it to kind of click over. But the whole time I was thinking, it's going to break, it's going to break, it's going to break. That's everyone falling over. Yeah, Yeah, interesting. I I wonder what the the thinking is in in the decision that's being made in what buck parts to actually use. Because I was actually just comparing uh, Gene to the rogue figure, and they have basically the same thighs, uh, Etc. But then Jean has the much smaller, you know, chest piece, as opposed to Rogue, who's much more buxom. 
And I, I just wonder what the thinking is there, given that um, it makes her look so much thinner with this giant sort of head of hair. So quite yeah. interesting. All right. Well, let's... Uh, We've sort of gone through and talked about the the body, but um, let's talk heads. about the heads. Yeah, um, and I, I love the dark phoenix glowing head. That to me is yeah, me really fantastic. So it's um, yeah. the hair is actually cast in a translucent plastic, so she's got sort of a very um, dark um, but matte coloured red on the top, and then it goes into sort of the clear. Uh, sort of orangey fire red once it reaches uh, the bottom. So I'm assuming that's paint on the top part over a clear yeah. plastic it would be. Yeah. It? yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah, done in a, a clear plastic and then, yeah, go through. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, th- this is an entirely new hair sculpt, isn't it? I mean, I haven't seen this anywhere else mm. that you can I think of. Yeah, no, no, so that's obviously going to get flogged to death. Um, I mean, you know, straight away I look at this, this hair and I can see a, a Madeline Pryor, you know, slash Goblin Queen um, in the near future without any problems whatsoever. Um, my only real, I mean, it's it's great that you've got this kind of powered up um, feel about it. So her hair's uh, obviously, she's got an awful lot of it and it's all splayed out and whatnot. But um, the decision to actually sculpt a whole bunch of hair over her face uh, is an interesting one. Hmm. I, um, I mean, it's I, in two I pieces. Think it works for the, I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, I think it works for the um, dark, the Dark Phoenix one. I, I don't like it so much. I, I think the the normal painted head that's the same sculpt is really redundant. I don't. I would rather have seen an odd that choice, tooling go to go to Cyclops for another head or something because mm, I don't mm. know why you would use it really. I would have much preferred, given that the this head, you know, is obviously repeated, as you just said, Scotty, one's powered up and one's not. Um, I would have much preferred the powered up head to be a bit more aggressive looking. Um, she's still got that sort of casual smile on her face while she's powered up. And, you know, maybe she's reveling in, you know, the use of the Phoenix Force. But, um, you know, that would have given us, uh, you know, so many more options in terms of, you know, which head you wanted for, for posing. I, I think it's the same face. It's the same face sculpt, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. just painted it's differently. Just different, so, yeah. different paint, yeah. yeah. And it's in two pieces, yeah. I notice. The, the hair that's covering the right-hand side of her face is actually a separate piece to the rest of yeah. the hand. Yeah. So, all right. Which so means got... if you you might be able to kind of, sh- if you were really found it objectionable uh, and you had skills, you might be able to actually manipulate that so that you could see more of her face somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have actually seen online uh, a couple of people have done that already. Um, so now before we get on to, oh sorry, Eddie. Yeah, mm. uh, I was going to say um, I actually think that the second powered up head that has the normal face on it uh, isn't really meant so much for this figure, but that's green Jean Grey. Uh, yeah, because I sort of feel like she had such a notoriously bad head. Uh, with sort of that mm, mop mm. hair coming out the back okay. and running down, that really yeah. um, okay. these other two heads that we get in the pack are kind of more for that figure than they are for this Jean Grey as almost yeah. apology pieces rather than giving us a whole figure. Hmm. Yeah, true. Hmm. 
All right. And um, one thing I think we probably should have noted too um, on all of these heads and on the Mary Jane is um, the, the paint has come so far. Like the fact that, you know, each one actually has a little bit of mascara um, that just yep. sort of brings that out. And, and, you know, look, there are customizers who do great jobs, but for those people who don't have the, the fine motor skills, um, you know, <clears> yeah. Well, I, I just think it, you know it's it's nice to be able to put female figures on your shelf now without them looking like you know they've um, been the recipient of, of Homer Simpson's um, makeup shotgun. Um, those remember? Yeah. All right. Now, before we get to the um, the accessory uh, and the other head, um, you know, hey, the hands, what a surprise! So she comes with uh, the spell <laughs> casting hand. Yeah, well, look, it is, but mm, gosh, they, you know, I think every female figure seems to have at least one of these spell casting hands. And that left hand, that's um, that's from Silk, isn't it? That sort of open, that sort of almost a open, open wall pull. Yeah. Uh, the, the Jean's left, left hand, hand straight, flat one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this was the one on that's Silk. Right. It's kind of like, it's a it's a wall crawling hand for a female. I can't remember her having swappable hands but i haven't uh looked at my silk in a while so oh let me just see mine and yes indeed yep yeah same hand all right she comes with a traditional sash that we've seen reused quite a few times and i actually i think one thing they've done quite well on this particular figure is uh, this, this business of casting in one color and then painting over um, you know, with another uh, has yep. has actually worked quite well. So the lower legs have been cast in. It's uh, it's really almost like a mother of pearl uh, gold. You know, it's got this this really yeah. sort of metallic pearl feel to it. It's it's really quite impressive. Um, but where they've painted over with the the, the sort of what are we going to call this? Um, it's not, yeah, not orangey brown. Yeah, cinnamon. I don't know. Um, they've actually done a good no, job. Sorry, it's it's evil because you know when you <laughs> when you go from good to bad, the way that you know is that it changes your cost costume into evil colors. Well, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um, I think that the the Phoenix logo, um, both on the sash and on her chest, have been done quite well. But does yours have a dark wash over the, the chest and, and stomach area. Yep. It's, it's yep. like they what what's going on? What's the point? <laughs> what, what what's going on? Uh, it's yeah, not it's, on the back of the figure anywhere. On, I assume yeah, it's to try back. and bring out the symbol a little bit, but I mm. don't quite know. Yeah. I'm glad the symbol is well applied because these are things that, you know, when if you don't get them right and the aesthetics are off, it's really, really obvious. Um, but mine's actually very, very good. So Can I say I actually don't like the symbol on the belt because I have trouble posing the belt. I sort of want that symbol to be in a certain spot, but the belt isn't molded yeah. to fit that way on a waist. And it Gosh, just, I might need to oil uh, and reset it. Yeah. A bit. Gosh, if you if you were never going to sell your figures, gluing that belt down is incredibly tempting. Yeah, mm. oh, it's so annoying. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the third and final head. Um, it uh, it is of course Moonstone, who we have seen reused uh, again and again. So, so she's getting. I've seen this. Um, sorry, I've seen this put on lots of green jeans. Um, yeah. And while I agree that it is a better head sculpt than the other one, that I don't dislike as much as other people do um 
on both the green gene and on the dark phoenix, uh, I just think this sits high on the neck, and it makes it look oddly proportioned. I can't mm. quite um, like when people were saying, "Oh, I swapped this over to my green gene, and it looks much better." I was like, "Really? It looks like she's got a really long neck," and I just can't. She actually, this head fits better for me on the Mary Jane buck than it does. Yeah. This one, it just sits sits really high on the neck and makes it look oddly proportioned. Mm. See, I don't have... I know what you're saying, and I think it's just, for me, a matter of playing around with sort of the ball joint on the inside. And even your, though it's... Your, your green photo, to me, looks the same. That's the, that's where I... I think that's... For a slot, that looks kind of... That's huge. one with it slightly up. That's not me post-playing with the... I think that was right after I'd done it, but oh, it isn't. Okay, it. But not to say right. that it isn't perfect when you play around with the ball joint because she's kind of then crooking her head um, a little forward. But luckily, the neck's then hidden yep. within the hair, and because it's running down her back, yep. you can't sort of see that it's at an awkward angle to the neck on the inside. But once mm. you sort of play around mm. with that, the hair does sort of sit nicely on the shoulders where it should. Mm. I, I think you've actually, you know, one of the things that we keep talking about again and again is the, the reusability of these heads. And what I really like is uh, I've got this very large plastic case, one of those ones with all the little sort of segments in it um, that the trades people use for bits and pieces. And, you know, like we all do, it's got all my... Uh, all my accessories that I will never end up using, um, spare heads and things like that. I'm never going to display, you know, Spider-Gwen without a hood, etc. So all those extra heads go in there. But the, the flexibility with these um, is fantastic. And the fact that Hasbro are sticking to, you know, a specific sort of ball joint for that head. Um, because I, I don't know about you guys, but I will continue to display my uh, Jim Lee Jean Grey, and my um, Moonstone head is in the, I guess, the straight hair um, Jean Grey. Uh, I've actually got mine on my two-pack Black Widow. Oh! Mm. And it actually looks really good, because if you think back to that, that two-pack Black Widow, that was a horror of a, of a hairstyle. Uh, and, and we've she, been waiting she, a long time for another comic Black Widow. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, you know, I think this this particular head sculpt is, it, well, the hair in particular is, is really going to get a flogging. But, um, you know, mm. it, it is... That's okay. I mean, that that Black Widow is a stunning figure. She was the first one to have that sort of um, upper torso with the the zip down. So, yeah, it's um, it looks great, I've got to say. Nice. So, all right, well, we have... One uh, last thing to talk about, and that is the... Oh, I forgot fire. to mention, sorry, just before we, just before we jump onto that. Um, I did really like with this uh, Dark Phoenix 2-pack, in the actual box art, uh, in the mm. back of the box, you had that lovely sort of um, collage of comic images from the Dark Phoenix, and I just really liked that. Yep. It really made the package pop on the shelf. Mm. Yeah, true. Absolutely. No, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Yep. All right. Okay. So someone wants to talk about this crazy accessory. Oh, I forgot all uh, about this. Wait, I don't well, even have it with me. <laughs> the weird fire so bird. There's a little Fox. Yeah, the little weird firebird Phoenix Force thing that looks great in the package and becomes instantly useless yes. once you take it out because where does it sit? Um Yeah. They must have I, had I, they must have had money for this, you know, because Exactly. All the tooling, just to make this as well. I feel and like I'm glad. this was sitting somewhere. 
<laughs> I feel like they had this ready to go for something else that didn't eventuate somewhere, like it was an X3 piece that was meant to come with um, <laughs> for me, just and Gene or something back in the day and never got made. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I'm glad you said it because I, I genuinely struggled with this. Um, you know, I was trying to get it on her arm and she's got these spindly little arms and um, I, I struggle with some of the magic effects that have um, that Hasbro have been including, you oh, know, which yeah. actually, they, they look quite good. And, you know, if you've got the... If you've got brand new ones that haven't been used, they're quite tight and you can really sort of get them to, to latch on to the wrist. But I found this one, um, you know, because you're relying on, I guess, what is the tail of, of the phoenix to, to sort of wrap around the arm, the fact that it's on the bottom, um, for me, every time I sort of tried to extend Jean's arm out and put this on, it just sort of swung around and so this poor bird was hanging upside down like it had given up <laughs> on life. And So, yeah, it's a, a really I, I odd... I've managed to get it resting on her hand, yeah. but that's not really a thing, you know. Yeah. Like so, it, it's yeah, yeah. I don't know. It actually goes right on the Mary Jane, but <laughs> I don't think too many people. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, but anyway, nice. Uh, you know, nice. Nice to see it on the shelf. Um, I, I think you know Pete and MJ are coming out ahead for me at the moment. Um, because I, you know, I have no interest in another Jean Grey figure. But uh, look, I think you know, the fact that they're out there and fans are snapping them up is is hopefully, uh, you know, going to provide some good feedback to Hasbro to keep going. Absolutely. All right. Uh, okay. So th- these uh, two that we've just talked about were both Toys R Us exclusives, um, and then there is also a Walmart exclusive two pack which I actually managed to pick up in an actual Walmart with uh, dodging people on motorized scooters everywhere. Buying um, cases of orange drink. <laughs> 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 Down entire aisles dedicated to mac and cheese and, oh, my goodness. Um, the So I didn't realize that this was out yet uh, when I saw it and was like, oh, okay, and I kind of you know grabbed it and... Um, it's it, it is an ultimate uh, pack. Um, Eddie, you can talk more about this, whatever story this is attached to than me. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, so it's not any story in particular of note. It was um, uh, just they've based the design on the ultimate uh, vulture. Um, now the weird thing is with the ultimate vulture is it's not actually Adrian Toomes. Uh, it's a guy named Blackie Drago, even though the back of the packet lists him as being Adrian Toomes. So, uh, I think Hasbro need to hire me as their, um, (laughs) comic, uh, check person, but really it's not so much the story that this guy, but, uh, the fact that there is a little independent film coming out later in the year called Spider-Man Homecoming and you've got (laughs) Batman playing the Vulture, so obviously we need to get some Vulture product, uh, out there so this was the release, uh, to try and get a comic book version of the character out and being Ultimate Spider-Man, we do also get the Ultimate Spider-Man Buck re-released here. Uh, now he might look like he's almost uh, the same figure we've gotten before, but there is uh, some slight 
very minute uh, differences here. It's a different sort of blue and red. Uh, but you'll also notice mm-hmm. there's no webs down the side of his arm. Uh, and what that actually denotes is that this isn't the comic book uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. This is the uh, Disney XD Ultimate Spider-Man from the cartoon show. This is his suit uh, there as well, which uh, might seem weird, but we have had some of this cartoon universe before, like uh, Iron Skull. And there was a story event called uh, Spider-Verse that we have referenced on here a couple of times before. Mm, And uh, this Spider-Man was brought into the comic continuity with Spider-Verse. So it is still a uh, character in the comic continuity. Uh, It's not just a cartoon figure, but yeah, that's... uh, So I thought that was nice that they gave it a little bit something different here. So if you hadn't gotten that Ultimate Spider-Man before, he could still be that if you're want him to be something different on your shelf. Uh, you know, if you're a universe builder like Ben, there is a loophole here uh, <laughs> that you can, could potentially get him and put him uh, on your shelf. And also tying into the cartoon uh, version of Ultimate Spider-Man, the Vulture does have an alternate head from the human bald head look, which is sort of a robotic Vulture head. And that's the head design of the Vulture from the animated cartoon series uh, there as well, even oh, though the body okay. well, I was is uh, where that completely different. So, yeah. um, if you also, we have it, to point yeah. out that this Spider-Man doesn't have a hole in his back. Ah, oh, you stole it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was going to. I was going to be like, and of course, the greatest thing of this figure for Scotty is there's no hole. But I mean, if you do actually look at his back and you see that uh, back spider bug. Uh, which I, it always seemed weird to me because that doesn't look like a spider as much as a tick. Um, but that uh, bug on his back uh, is complete, and it actually does look wonderful and makes you sort of think of how good the other buck would look if it didn't have that hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it comes with extra hands as well. I've actually managed to jumble my spidey hands between these two while I was doing photos, so I, I can't remember which ones. I think he only came so- with... He comes Extra with pair. one whip hand uh, for his right, one fist for his left, and then the two wall-crawling uh, hands. Uh, Vulture actually comes with uh, a little bit weird in terms of accessories, whether it's part of the figure or an accessory to itself, but he's got the two wings individually, and then a plug that connects the two and plugs into his back. But you can actually take the wings out and just put the plug into the backpack so it can be there uh, wingless and complete as well, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Vulture's head sculpt, I think, is brilliant. Um, really nicely done. The crazy eyes and wicked eyebrows. Um, it's super fun. How does your head sculpt sort of fit on his neck, though? Do you sort of find it sits kind of weirdly? Um, I- well, look, he's got the ball-jointed, the weird ball-jointed neck, which, and it does, uh, I think it depends on how you pose it. Yes, it can look really like his neck is broken. Because it, um, it does, it, <laughs> like, this is something, I don't know if I'm reading too much into the action figure design here, but I'm like, oh, it sits kind of odd, and he's very, like, leaning forward and that, and then another part of me thinks, like, is that them trying to make him look like a vulture? Is that why it's sort of long neck and sits mm-hmm. funny? But, yeah, I, I don't know if it's a mistake or intentional. Uh, I mean, 
it's funny. I had not noticed that at all because when you said, is yours funny? I was like starting to say no as I touched it and it went all funny. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, you, could, you could say uh, it was – Look, if it was a mistake made by the Trump administration, then they certainly would be saying, oh, that's, that was totally deliberate. And uh, people in the know know exactly what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a cov fee joint, we'll call it. Does he have an extendable neck in the comics? Uh, no, not really. It's just kind of... <laughs> okay, well then, I think yeah. it's just a mistake. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. And he, he seems to be almost entirely new buck from what I can tell uh, looking at him. Like there are pieces of the pizza spidey buck uh, in here, but sort of the actual chest area and that appears to be... Yeah, there's a lot of new tooling. Yeah, he's got sort of the, the feathered ribbed arms and new gripping hands. It, yeah. it, it's interesting that when you get comic, you know, characters, so based on the, you know, the, the comic look and feel, um, we really do get the, the dregs. You know, there's never much in the way of new tooling. But you just think of the, the sheer amount of tooling that goes into almost, um, you know, anything that's kind of even movie related. Like, I know this isn't the Vulture from the movie, but, um, you know, because it is tying in with the movie, there seems to, you know, be money mm. to, to spring for new tooling. Um, you know, it's, it's quite yeah. interesting how how Hasbro He's makes got these the duck feet. Oh, does he? he don't, now the duck <laughs> the duck feet is where I actually have my biggest problem, uh, and it's not the fact that it's the duck feet, but I actually have. I realised I don't know if I did this or if he was like this when I got him. One of my duck feet actually has a very large and nasty crack running down oh, right where right the up. joint is. Now, Ooh, it no. actually does work fine still. I can turn it and move it up and down, and it still moves the joint with it. But I can see the joint inside as I'm turning it around. So I am hmm. very oh, nervous to touch it. As much as even though as I've played with it, it doesn't feel extra loose or could pop out or the rest of it's going to break off. I'm sure it would if I applied a ton of pressure. Um, but it is a bit of a like, oh, that's a shame for an exclusive figure because he's probably not going to be easy to replace if I wanted him to, but uh, at least it's yeah. not a completely broken foot that's come off, but it is going to be like that Spider-Man head I talked about earlier, just something I'll always notice as I uh, grab him. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so the wings are uh, very big and you know nice chunks of plastic, um, but he does have the stability to be able to stand up pretty easily, um, you know, with them on, they're not movable. So they're once, if you click them, click them in, then they're fully extended and that's how they roll. Um, and, uh, so he's going to be a big space hog if you want to display him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wait till we get the new one, the homecoming one with those gigantic wings. Oh, yeah, crazy. Builder wings. (laughs) And unfortunately, because of the peg system, you can't paint these and plug them into uh, Falcon Cap either. I know some people were thinking of that, but uh, the pegs are a completely different system. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Um, One thing just back on my um, Spidey is that my left leg 
and uh, ankle, like foot ankle piece, are attached really weirdly, almost like. Uh, wait a minute. Oh no, it is the it is the, still the it's the, the left ankle, but I'm thinking. You've gotten the same joint twice. I think that I might have. I don't know. There's something really weird about this. <laughs> whether it's actually the the left the right leg i know that can't be right something's wrong they don't join up properly yeah i have had that on figures before where i've gotten say two left calf pieces type ones where they should have had a left and a right type thing is it something like that like did the muscles i think it might be yeah it just it doesn't line up at all there's a it's i think it might be like the a wrong joint in there somewhere uh, maybe it's the calf piece. Yeah, it's maybe it's the wrong calf piece. Yeah. Yep, it's the wrong. It's the wrong calf piece. So it's the yeah. correct foot, but the wrong calf piece. Huh. I've never had an issue like that before. I know, and I've read <laughs> yeah. all about it. Yeah. But, see, that that tends tends never... to be the thing that I get the most when I have an issue with figures is that I've gotten uh, two two of the same two left foots. None of my figures like dancing, yeah. but so, yeah. 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 So yeah. No, I've got the right. I've got a, a left foot on a right calf piece. That's it. Mm. Boo. Oh, well, I don't care. <laughs> I've got a trillion Spider-Man figures. And <laughs> but that'll be the one you watch every time you walk past this figure now. You're just going to notice that. That'll be the... <laughs> He's going into little storage cases with all my other figures, and it'll be fine. <laughs> and I'll forget all about it until... Yeah. yeah, I open it up and then go. What the heck is this? Yeah. Well, what you do is you take them out and go. Oh, okay, four, five, six Spider-Mans. Oh god, they all look exactly the same. And there's only one thing you can do, and that's take photos of them and send them to Eddie. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, oh, that's yep. I have them all out on display. So, all you. <laughs> Sort of listeners that think oh, I can't even get this exclusive, and they're just buying it and then putting it away in a box. I, 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 no. I at least have mine free roaming. Yeah, and around. I'm storing them very carefully and enjoying going through them all and whatever. Just not, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad. I, I'm glad I've, I've got this. I think this vulture is a super fun figure, and um, you know, we the classic vulture. Is certainly due for a update, um, but this is you know kind of fun in the and meantime. I should say too for people who haven't seen this figure and are just going off the uh, audio run, he is a green vulture with sort of a puffy neck piece and wings. I mean, a lot of people would look at this and just think, oh, that must just be what the modern vulture would look like. So, um, you know, if you do are needing a comic vulture for your Sinister Six or whatever, he'd fit in perfectly fine. He's not like mm. Ultimate Beetle where he looks completely different, or Ultimate Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah. That's completely di- different. Yeah. yeah. Yay! Alright. Yeah, I mean, oh. it's a good point that you made, Scotty, when, you know, you said that, like, for me, this doesn't even come close to the one from the um, the, the, is it the Sinister Six pack from uh, years ago. Fearsome Foes, yeah, yeah. I think. Fearsome Foes, yeah, the uh, Adrian Toomes one, um, but you know that's a really hard to find figure, and uh, you know so uh, as much as I would have loved a, an unreleased Spidey villain of some kind, you know this is a great opportunity for people to sort of fill that slot on their shelves. Absolutely, yeah, and and like you know Eddie said, it's not um, 
it it, it works as a updated you mm. know, uh, mo- modern vulture. It's not completely different, and that you know that fearsome foes vulture is uh, pretty. Like uh, the the it's it's a really really classic vulture with the old man head and in his pajamas um, whatever <laughs> yeah in his pajamas so I think we, you know there, an update somewhere along the way would not be a bad thing. I always used to feel bad when Spider Man would punch the vulture because he's just such an old man that you're like oh that's it's <laughs> been up a thing is it like it's I know it's a running joke in the comic and everything this is nowhere near a new observation but it was just never a, a super cool. Uh, it's yeah. It's never been my favourite Spider-Man villain, the Vulture. I'm kind of happy <laughs> that they've got Michael Keaton in it in the film because it's like, oh, he's he's getting a little old now, but you could at least feel like he's tough in some some way. Yeah, yeah. I'm just glad that they did this like here and not as a builder figure or something because I've got no interest in that movie builder Vulture. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And which is good because then I don't have to buy lots of figures that I don't want. I really only want the, um, you know, Tombstone, Beetle, and Captain Universe from that, and Moon Knight if I can find him. But I don't need the Moon Knight, um, and you know that it saves me buying a bunch of figures that I don't want. So yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Hmm. Cool. Well, I think that we have put in a uh, fantastic effort um, for uh, reviewing two packs and i think that we should take a very short break and then come back with a little bit of feedback before we wrap things up for good oh for the episode not for everybody <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be back Before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners to share with you. And if you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com and you may just hear it read out. And Scotty, you may just read out something. I may just, in fact, I may read out a new five star review at iTunes. Yay! Great. Um, we really do appreciate those. It helps people find the show uh, and helps us rank in iTunes and all those good things um, and makes us feel warm inside. So thank you very much. <laughs> um, and this is a five-star review from Joey Orso, and he says, Pure ear candy. Each week the boys give you a little of everything. I think what sets them apart from the rest is the tone of the show, a group of friends talking about toys and statues. They don't insult each other. They don't get loud. It's positive goodness. A peaceful escape to appreciate our icons and our goodies. Great job, guys. You'll come for the joys and you'll stay because you end up caring about their tadpoles. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent. Awesome. Thank awesome. you kindly. Yeah, that is so cool. Very good. Um, oh, and actually, sorry, I'm being a feedback hog here, but it's not because I want to dominate all the feedback. It's because we're not organized. Um, the uh, From our last show... Uh, we had a lovely comment on Facebook um, from Patrick G, who said, Eddie's solo shows haven't let me down yet. The Marvel Legends one was great. Aww, thank you, Patrick. Thank you, thank you Eddie. No, yeah, th- th- it thank is, you, Patrick. It, it does mean a lot. Hmm. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Ed, Ed, Eddie has been 
uh, committed to making sure that we keep doing the weekly content thing while other things have been happening. Um, but hopefully you'll be hearing a little bit more of the rest of us. Um, and uh, thank you, Eddie. That's oh, okay. Yeah. Anytime. Happy to <laughs> keep making sure there's still an episode out there because I'm a fan of a lot of podcasts and when they break the schedule, that uh, I can often ruin my trip into work <laughs> that day. It's like, no, Thursday. <laughs> yeah, this is when I listen yeah. to this show well, and then coming home is when I listen I to this show and if, if it's not up, it's... Yep. Runs through and people so. rely on it. Yep, and yeah. we have actually um, been a little bit broken with the schedule for the last two weeks, simply because of international travel and times and life, etc. But we will will be better, I promise. Yeah, mm. I think as Very long good. as we're hitting within the week, it's I think like is it maybe two days is the latest we've ever been. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I wouldn't sure. even be able to think of a time or sort of later than that. So, I think with um, to do a bit of a humble brag, I was speaking to another podcaster who does a comic book one. They've done really well. They're up to um, nine years, I think, without missing a week. And wow. we were just talking about the podcast that sort of, you know, have a really good run, but then they just sort of die off and then disappeared, never to be heard of again with no wrap-up episode or, hey, our lives changing, mm. which, which can happen. And, um, you know, there can be multiple reasons. We all, we all hate each other now. And through, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, things like that. But um, just those ones that just seem to put out less and less and then just one day sort of stop and we kind of did a little self-pat on the back for... Uh, both shows not uh, missing away and it's hugely a team effort too like if it was individuals that we've all had weeks where we haven't been able to get on or do anything but uh, if one person needs to step away for a bit another person comes in and jumps through so we're we're very lucky with the uh, AFB team we've got here yeah we love you Justin go team yay (laughs) and John we finally had contact John exists that's true. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that we did a great effort, and I think that we need to say goodbye now. Goodbye now. Bye. Bye. Good journey. Good night, nerds. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and can be downloaded direct from actionfigureblues.com. Wherever you listen, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review to help others find our show. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join with all the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, reviews, old lines, and trade and sell in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, the Pop Culture Superstore, Bam Kapow, and Davy Boy's Toys. You can find us on Twitter at AFBlues, on Instagram at ActionFigureBlues, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash ActionFigureBlues. Thanks for listening. Scroll. Do you know Scroll, what? you son of a bitch. I was thinking about nostalgically the other day. Was Remember when Ben used to just drop off? <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> You're thinking about that nostalgically? Yeah, just like you'd, you'd have to go <laughs> in the script and be you... like, oh, yeah, Ben's gone, and then the little dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I'm out. My favorite bits. <laughs> the good old days when it took <laughs> four hours to make the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Scott would keep talking because he was expecting, you know, he'd... he'd trail off a sentence and expect me to come in and follow up with something, but I wouldn't say he'd keep talking, and then eventually he'd go, okay, you're gone, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> say, yep. <laughs> Where the hell's yeah. the feedback? Oh, yeah. Sorry? Where the hell's the feedback? Uh, at the bottom. Bloody hell.
number nine. Seventy-five episodes, and you still need a script to intro <laughs> feedback. Well, it's not. I can't see anything. There's if, nothing under nine. It says before, feedback, and then it's blank. before we finish off. We have some feedback from our listeners to share. Oh, like I thought you'd pasted stuff in there. So <laughs> oh, okay. Oh no, Jeez. no, no! I'm just You're messing with me. Yeah. Yeah, I did this to make it easier. But... <laughs> <sighs> Fine. Fine. No, really everyone's well. finished laughing at me. Never finish laughing at you. Before we finish off, we've... Uh, oh, fuck, it's been a while. <laughs> Five, four, three, 